Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Hello. Oh, she uh, walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Woo. Walk it like a talk it. You. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Woo. Walk it like a talk it. Hey. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it. Yes. You are in. So, point blank question. Has your plans in for this Christmas 2020 gone exactly the way you wanted to and, and, and what you expected to happen for this year? <laughs> yeah, loaded question. I know 99.5% of you say no. That's exactly what we tackle today. So if you're wrestling with that, well, then this play of the day is absolutely for you. Here you go. The play. The play is of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Swung on and hit in the air to right. <laughs> and that ball is gone. And seven. Gabriel says, Mary, nothing is impossible with God. So she's thinking, God loves me. God chose me. God is with me. Nothing's impossible with God. Okay, I can handle this. And so based on the fact that nothing is impossible with God, God's going to help her love her. In the next verse, verse 38, she says, I am the Lord's servant. I accept whatever he plans for me. May it be according to your word. Mary wisely surrenders to the will of God. Have you done that yet? It is unwise to go with your plan for your life when God who created you has a plan for your life. And so she, she wants God's will more for her life than anything else. Have you ever told God, God, I desire to do your will, not mine? That's what wisdom does. So, so hold on here, Grant, for a second. That hit me over the head. I, I, I was just telling the guys, I have read Luke so many times, and, and, and I, I've never connected those dots before. Not quite like that. Not not. Because we love our plants. And some of you, Casey, this fits into your message too. So many of you had plants and we're supposed to usually do this. This is your Christmas Eve tradition or you go here and this is the big family event. And it's all been turned upside down. And, um, or whatever it is, or you're not investing Christmas with a loved one that you always have for so many years. There's a lot of pain and rightfully so. Um, but Mary, Mary said, your will not mine. That is amazing. And something amazing came out of it. And, and uh, I challenge myself actually every day for those that don't know, it's, it ties into GT surf and some of that. But one of the first things is God, do my plans line up with your plans? What do you want me to do today? Do my plans line up with your plans? And then Rod had also brought up something about being overwhelmed because it is when you're trying to do everything and you're especially trying to do things that weren't part of the plan or aren't part of the plan or aren't part of your gifts or your strengths, it can be overwhelming. And then one other theme we've had consistently with Fry Dudes is, boy, the more you can do this, what Mary did, the less you're going to worry. I mean, we talked about this before. Depression, anxiety is, is rampant in our country, in this world, I would say half our country is medicated. I'm not just talking professional uh, prescriptions either. Uh, it could be alcohol. It could be marijuana. I, we're medicated because we are we are overwhelmed and bogged down. So 
Grant, I got you teed up first, buddy. Um, you just said something very profound earlier, just about when we're trying to do everything and we want to do everything and we're trying to save the world mode. You said we gotta we gotta prioritize, right? We we gotta be if we're wise, we're gonna be tuning in exactly what yeah. we should be doing each day. Sounds good. So go ahead, brother. <laughs> Could you share on that a little bit more what you shared earlier with us? Yeah, so uh, listening to that, first of all, that that um clip that you shared there Tom that was that was amazing it was just there was a lot of meat in there and just a little <laughs> a lot. one minute, one minute. There, definitely got my heart churning a little um one thing that I think of is so we've talked about with GT Surf a little bit kind of how God wants us to to plan and uh, what I've thought about there a little bit and prayed about is how God wants us to do that because ultimately our plans they're not our plans. They're God's plan. God has a direction for us. But I think sometimes people can use that as an excuse to step back and just kind of wait, God, tell me what to do. Right. I don't believe God wants us to do that either. God wants us to be engaged with this. So what I really feel pulled to do through GT Surf is to, first of all, I think God gives us the the intellectual strength to to pray and think about ourselves, our own situation, and to prioritize and to develop a plan for ourselves. So I think it's all of our responsibilities to develop kind of where do we want to go? What direction do we want to go with, with our lives? Where do we want to focus and prioritize? But then on top of that, the, the big key is to, <clears throat> to pray about that and, and turn it over to God as you're starting to execute on those plans. A lot of times God has a completely different path for you. So you need to have the, the courage and the strength and the wisdom to, to slow down and, and listen to, to God and ultimately go in the, the direction that God wants you to go. So our plans are just the starting point. The finishing point is, is God's direction. So the ultimate success and the ultimate fulfillment that we're going to find in our lives is if we humble ourselves and turn ourselves over to, to God's direction and, it's really important. We talked earlier today about trying to do too many things. A lot of us are in kind of save the world mode, as you would say, Tom, where we're trying to do everything all at once. And we hear a little something and, and we want to go fix that. And then the next minute we hear something else and we go over and, and try to fix that. I think by focusing on what our plans are and then making sure that we align our plans with, with God's directions, we get some some focus and some priority in. And we can't try to fix everything by ourselves, but what we can do is pray and support the, the people that God has appointed to, to fix something something else. Don't try to do everything yourselves, but support people that are doing other things. And, and if no one is doing that right now, pray for the right person to come along and the right person to get a nudge and to, to listen to God and, and follow through on, on that nudge to, to make a difference in that part of the world. And if we all work together as part of the body, as part of God's family, it's amazing what we could accomplish. Thank you, Grant. That is so awesome. That is, that's a good tidbit right there. Greg, could, could you say anything much better than that? I, I know no, you got some color I, to I, add to it. I, but. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't say anything more. I mean, that Grant, that's, uh, that's, it's so incredibly uh, pleasing to me to hear you, your words. Um, you know, the only thing I was thinking about is, is you know, Grant, you touched on it and, and tuning in daily. And, and, you know, in this Christmas time, you know, Jesus, you know, we were always thinking about gifts. And, and if you think about the ultimate gift to humanity, uh, it, you know, it was Jesus and Mary 
took that on and, and, and bore Jesus for us and, and, you know, tuning in daily and, and infiltrating that message, that gospel message and his traits and characteristics and what he, um, taught us on what pleases God is, is, uh, if we tune into that and infiltrate that into each aspect of our life, every, every communication you have with a store clerk, with a friend, with a stranger, um, to, to portray the traits that Jesus taught us is, is the ultimate gift. And, um, you know, that's really the only thing I can add on to what, what Grant said. That's awesome. Thank you, G so much for that. Rod, if, if you're still there, I, you got the party started, but I just want those that are feeling overwhelmed or like, it's just so much there was, uh, it just had to do with some of the negativity too, that we're trying to lift and pray and prayer requests. It can just be uh, absolutely overwhelming. I don't know if he had anything more to add on that. Otherwise, uh, quip and then Casey as well. Um, uh, you know, you're looking at Luke one Casey, you've, you've, you've shared a lot on this subject, but anything in particular pop at you. And, or maybe you share too what you talk about being proactive, tuning in. And if you want to share a bit more about what you're planning to do with your neighborhood today, it's totally your call. Who wants to take it? You know, maybe, maybe leading into you, Casey. I mean, I know lately, maybe it's just COVID and we don't have much to focus on, or maybe it's helping us see the things around us and, and realize it's more than we can handle and bring it to our friends to pray for. But I've felt overwhelmed with the amount of need and how little I can do. And I think, you know, we talked about it before we started here. And Casey, you had brought up, you know, the, the different parts of the body. And that was, you know, and, and where where God has placed us. And, and maybe we're just to take a small part of it, but to keep praying for all of it. And, you know, and together he's got, he's got a plan. Something that hit me earlier was that, you know, some are freed, some are healed. And summer, he comes down and rescues and brings them back with him. Mm-hmm. And that that was huge. Right on, Rod. Uh, go ahead, yeah. Casey. Oh, yeah, Quip, please, if I could get you yeah, in, Quip. Just, uh, you know, when I heard that, um, I just think about, like, you know, when I first became a Christian, I didn't have a lot. I mean, I was in college. I had no money. I didn't care about my reputation. I wasn't worried about stuff. <laughs> and it was easy to make that commitment to God, that initial commitment. It's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I understood the cost so clearly. The cost of being a disciple, it's, it's everything you've got. Mm. It's everything. It's our reputation. It's, it's, it's what we're going to do. It, it's everything. Everything was really clear. Things got a little more foggy when I got older. You know, mm. when I, you know, you get the job, you get the little bit of money, you get yeah. a little reputation. You yep. care about these things. And it's yep. like, that's the hard part. The cost is tremendous. So, what, you know, I like what Grant said about, you know, um, you know, I, I just, I should say the scriptures, when I read them, you know, it, it talks about the cost and that's the hard part. And that, you know, it's, it's freeing to totally give it up, give everything over to God, but there's a tremendous cost there. And it's something that I, I'm just now kind of coming back to. And, you know, as a person that, you know, voluntarily surrendering, um, it's something I'm working on right now. Mm, I love that quip. Thank you so much for that as well. By the way, one and done, if you got a requote, you're usually a requote master. So there's something hitting you, but go ahead, Casey. Oh, man. As <laughs> always, I, I don't even know where to take this. So I'm I'm with Rod. I have been I've been feeling lately like 
man, we, we have this prayer channel and there's been so much on there. And then yes, or last week, um, some, some neighbors moved in across from us. They're, they're very, you can tell that they're very traditional Muslim neighbors. And when my wife and I, we went outside and we saw that their car was vandalized. We saw that there was like food packages smashed on their windshield and then it froze because it was so cold that night. And, and my thought just, uh, this overwhelmed me because it was this thought of, even if it was just kids being kids and it just so happens to be their car, what are they going to think? Like, are they going to think that, that they're not accepted in this neighborhood? Are they going to think that they're being um, picked out of the crowd because of who they are and what they believe? And it just, just crushed me. And I just feel so early on in the spring, um, I'm, I'm, I live in a large community of townhomes and so Jeff and I, Jeff brought over a ton of milk products and, and we distributed them door to door. And at the end of that, we got a message from the office that kind of controls our community. And, and she reached out and she said, man, I, I got some amazing feedback. There was a family and this was in this, this was in March or April that this happened. And she said, a new family moved in who, who is of a certain belief and uh, looks a certain way, and they've been targeted by, by their own neighbors, and they, they messaged us just overwhelmed by the fact that they felt so loved that someone would come and knock on their door and deliver this stuff and just tell them how loved they are and that they're seen and and so today, Jeff and I are doing the same thing. We're going out and we're going we're gonna to try and serve my neighborhood. And, and I just have been hearing this whisper as I've been feeling so overwhelmed by, man, I run for clean water. There's children, a thousand children a day who are dying because they don't have water. Like, how easy is it for us to go, oh, I don't like the taste of my tap water, so I need to go get jugs of water. How easy is it for us to complain because it's raining outside, but at least we have a roof over our heads. At least our kids have food. At least we have our health. And it's so easy for us because we're so privileged that we just don't see it. And so I'm just thinking uh, this. I've just been overwhelmed. Like I can't do it all. And so I almost feel like I, I feel like I can't do anything at all. And I've yeah. just been hearing this whisper, Casey, voices, I, yeah. I, I just, I just want you to, I just want you to sweep your corner of the world. That's right. I didn't call you to love everyone's neighbors. I called you to love your neighbors. Right. Go and love your neighbors. And so that's what, what we're doing. And so one last thing I would just, I would just on this topic of, of Mary walking into the will of God, what I've learned is that as you say yes, like if you feel this little conviction and you say yes to that conviction, even if it's hard, um, God is going to start trusting you with more. And then and then he'll call you deeper. And if you take that step, he'll call you deeper and you'll start to hear his voice in such a palpable way. 
like so clear. And this is what this is what I believe the Apostle Paul is talking about in Second Corinthians when he says, "You'll move from one glory, or you'll move from glory to glory via the Holy Spirit." As we say yes to God, the Holy Spirit is going to start communicating to us in in such a powerful way. Mm. And so, just say yes to God today, whatever that is. Just love your neighbors as best you can, and just let the Holy Spirit do the rest. I love that, Casey. Thank you so much, brother. Really, I, there's so much there as well about what I really loved, and I, every listener has got to understand. And it's, right, there's so much we want to do. God's in control, so then the key is your area. Okay, God, where do I give? Who do I encourage today? Who do I help today? What do I do today? If you start your day off with those questions and then keep your eyes and ears open, you're right. You're going to be entrusted with more, but not more than you can handle. And then God's got your back. So thank you so much, brother. And thank you guys all for, for uh, sharing in on that. Um, Marcus, you got you got one other, you got one words of wisdom to end us on? Uh, I don't know how wise, but I just thinking. <laughs> Again, tying all this in in Grant's conversation, that yeah. a lot of times it's easy to spend your time planning and yeah. not doing, right? Right. And waiting for God to say, hey, you know, here, here's your plan for you. And uh, um, just in Genesis, God said to Abram, said, leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family and go to the land that I will show you. So when God sent Abraham out, he didn't say, okay, well, the first night you're going to go this far and then you can camp here and then we're going to go over this way. And now uh, it's going to be a little stormy. So we're going to take you some caves so you can have some shelter for a couple, right? And he just said, get up and take everybody and go. And, uh, you know, I think that's uh, a little bit of that. And kind of like you said, if you're feeling that little bit of that conviction, just get up and go, get up and go. But, you know, you don't have to, you know, you pray about it, right? Is this, is this conviction really coming from God? And then just go. Thank you, one guy. Mary, I mean, Mary had a pretty clear picture, right? She had an angel coming down and telling her, but she's like, okay, I'm just going to go. I'm going to hear the Messiah. Awesome. Makes me think of uh, Casey's, Casey's uh, step into it theme. That's right. No doubt. Step step up, step in, step into it. Right, Casey? Uh, yeah, but I can, I, man, it's easy to talk. It's easy to talk. And so I, I can relate with what Peter said where, so when I was in college and even when I just came out of college, like I would just where whatever I felt like God was calling me to do, I would just take that step, like no questions asked. I would just step into it. And I mean, I would, I, I just remember in a secular college, like, we were in my speech class and it was, I just remember getting up on an on impromptu speech and telling people about Jesus because that's what I felt like I was supposed to do. And, and just this last week, I felt like I was supposed to be fasting for you, Tom, and for what Jeff was going, uh, what Jeff was walking into. And I'll, I'll be honest, I just wasn't there. I wasn't there. And, and here I got on my knees and prayed that God would help me love people more. And then he gave me this opportunity to love you guys more and just be praying and fasting for you guys. And I took on the prayer part, but I wasn't willing to sacrifice. Mm. And 
I didn't step into what God had called me into. And I'm feeling the backlash of that this week, like just feeling spiritually numb because it's, it's so easy to say that you're, you care more about others than you care about yourself. And and the reality is I probably don't. Well, I'll end on this note for the listener and everyone. Thank you, Casey. And multiple guys have stepped up. This is a reg tag group of dudes. (laughs) There's a reason why we say we're flawed and we pursue truth and what works and what doesn't in life. And part of the power is their strength and confession, right? So any of you out there that felt like you didn't quite do enough or you fell short on this, you fell short on that, welcome to the club. We're all flawed. This is why we need God. This is why we need Jesus Christ. Uh, but also on the flip side, Casey, I'm excited for you. And I know the negative voices are, are chiming in, but God's already doing work. God's already ahead of you and how you're going to share in love on your neighborhood. And I guarantee you, someone listening to this is going to do something extra for their neighbor or neighborhood or that stranger here in the coming week. So thank you, Bileen, for example. Thank you also for your bold confessions and all these other guys that have boldly confessed in the past too, what, where they stumbled and where they've also triumphed with God. So thank you. Word. Things that make you go, hmm. If that resonated and you want to further tackle God's plan for your life, we have a gift for you. Yep, Christmas gift. Hit us up at FridayDudes.com at the contact page. Put GT Surf in the message box to learn more, and FryDudes will pay for you to go through it. Ignore the pricing on the GTSurf.org page, and we got your back this round. If you'd like to hear more about that play of the day, I strongly encourage it. Check out Daily Hope. That episode is entitled The Three Wise Women of Christmas, Part 2. That was published on the 18th of December, 2020. On the song note, a special and warm Merry Christmas and prayers for all of you out there. Thank you so much for sharing and thank you for tuning in from Indonesia to Iowa and from Nebraska to New York, back over to the Netherlands and then back from Maryland to Minnesota and from California to North Carolina, and wherever you may be, even if it's jolly old England, Christmas is going to happen. And for some of you, this is one of the darkest Christmases. You're not alone. And brighter days are ahead for any that choose the gift of John 3.16 and Rev 21.4. And so many of the promises and gifts written there for you so long ago. As for the song, this one resonated for a more heartfelt moment. Yes, we got the Christmas songs that are the happy, holly, jolly, and there's a great time for that. This one just hitting with the theme. This is called um, A Call of Christmas by Zach Williams. If you dig, give Zach some love and add it to your, okay, God, this wasn't my plan, but help me better understand your call in plan for me this Christmas and beyond, and hopefully for the rest of my life. Now go. Ask God boldly what you should do today. Love God. Love your neighbors. Merry Christmas. 
lost out of Bethlehem. The angels come to shepherds, ordinary working men. Not the high and mighty, or the powerful and great, but those who feel unwanted that the world is pushed away. I hear the call of Christmas, all oh, your lost and left behind, the lonely and those longing with an emptiness inside. The Come find your home.